0: Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we will talk about how to grow your family photography business without burnout. I will share tactical tips, tricks, and things you have to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are the most important. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. I have Lauren on the podcast with me, and we're going to do a little mini coaching session. Hi, Lauren. Hi. So, First and foremost, I want you to introduce yourself to everyone and tell us about your business. I'm Lauren of Lauren Beer Photography,
1: and I have been in photography as a hobby ever since high school, starting in yearbook. I had a travel blog for a while, but I started actually taking clients at the tail end of 2020. So I've been in this for about three years now, I guess. I mostly do uh, families, little kids, uh, milestone type sessions, trying to move more organically
0: into what I'm calling the golden years. I really love that niche that you're getting into. And I actually on the way dropping my daughter off at school, I was thinking about how fun that would be to set something up for my family. Which if you wanted to share a little bit more about your golden years idea, or if you're still trying to keep it to yourself while you figure everything out, that's totally fine, too. But if you want to share a little bit more about specifically your um, are you still thinking about doing that cookbook thing?
1: Yes. So basically, I'm encompassing everything in the golden years, just like all of um, those little sweet spots of life. Um. Because I was noticing as my grandparents were getting older, people typically tend to hire photographers when their kids are little. That seems to be like the main time when people are getting photographed, but your kids are only little for a certain amount of time. And then you have this whole life after that. And so I really love um, family history and just preserving that and being able to. To share special family things with my kids. So, I got started doing a 50th anniversary session for my own grandparents. And then we were able to do a 60th. And it just kind of came from there that, like, it was put on my heart that I really want to focus on preserving all of that. So, um, recently I had a friend hire me to do a session for her dad fishing with his grandkids. And that was like so special and fun. So, doesn't necessarily have to just be like a regular photo session. If there's something like cooking, whatever is special to your family, um, I want to capture that in a way that it can be hardbound and passed down to generations.
0: I'm really excited about it, and I think that I want to book you to do my um, like a cookbook type session because that's one of the big things that we do when we get together as a family is we are all all the ladies (laughs) are in the kitchen we're cooking we're getting lunch ready my nana i don't live near her we're close enough for her but they do a sunday lunch every week and then we always have family holidays over there and it's just all about the food and just getting together and doing that while the guys are in the other room watching whatever sport is going on (laughs) this week this last weekend it was golf um So it's that's just kind of like how my entire child has been. And I really want to capture that. And so I, I think that's a really good idea. And it's really underutilized and not a lot of people are doing that. So kudos to you. Um, uh, is that your favorite kind of session to photograph? It is. Perfect. So I want to know, what is your biggest struggle in your business right now?
1: Um, so I am a mom to two littles. I have a two and a half year old and an eight month old. So just being like really busy, but the photography is kind of just like my me time. I really enjoy it. It's something I want to keep going. So I want to be successful in it, but just like with how chaotic everything is kind of knowing what is the best next step to take, to take my business to the next level. And um, because they have lots of little ideas, but they always, um, you know, are competing for time with other things. So I want to utilize my time in the best way um, to take my business the next step.
0: So you have two little kids, and right now you are completely in survival mode every day. Um, you might, I don't know if you even realize how much in survival mode you're in right now, because I remember back whenever my kids were that little, I just, I didn't even know how hard it was until things started getting easier. So I just want to give you kudos. Waking up every day or every week or however often you're able to focus on photography and doing this in a time where your life is pure chaos right now. And I know you get nap trapped in the car a lot. So <laughs> I just I just want to acknowledge that things are hard right now for you and they aren't always going to be this hard. So um, <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, no, seriously, like, okay, good. I guess it could, ha- could say hard. Who knows? But hopefully not. Usually it doesn't say that hard. But I do want to ask you, just for some background information for myself, do you have any specific time during your week that you know you can dedicate to working on your business, or is it just kind of like work when you can?
1: Um, A lot of it is work when I can. I've recently come into a babysitter on Wednesday mornings, so that's where my kids are right now. Um, And that's been really great to just have like three hours to myself to like be able to prioritize. So it's like in the off time, I would like to organize my thoughts so that I can you know, focus during those three hours and make the most progress that I can.
0: And when do you work the other times? Like I know it's work when you can, but do you find yourself working similar times during that? Like whenever the kids are napping and you're in the car, like what happens
1: Um, normally when my husband gets home from work, I'm like, okay, you're on duty for a little while. (laughs) um, I take some time to myself. So I'll normally do like editing or once the baby goes to sleep, um, I'll kind of take over duty with him and then I will be editing while he's sleeping.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Have you ever done like a time audit for yourself where you know where you're spending your time? Like, do you have any sort of routine? Like, do you have anything like that? No. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, do you think it's even possible to have even like a morning routine or even an evening routine? Or is it just kind of like every day is different for you?
1: Every day is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of getting into where we have a little bit better of a morning schedule now. Mm-hmm. Um, evenings are just chaos.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You never know when they're really going to go to sleep and you never <laughs> know who's going to be having a bad night and who's going to be teething. So I know that's really hard. And I am a big proponent of an evening and a morning routine. However, <laughs> during this phase of your life, I just, I just, I think that, that trying to create that routine in the evening or in the morning is really hard. So I'm not going to push you into that. But if you can, if you're able to create like a morning routine, like you said, then that just kind of sets your day up for success. Um. Anyways, that's not what we were talking about. I just wanted to kind of like. Let you feel seen and understand that, you know, just, that's just how your life is. And we understand that. Um, okay. So in the evenings, you said you're editing. And when do you have time for, like, marketing and the back end of your business, blogging, SEO, all that stuff? If I, like, finish up the session
1: that I want to blog, I'll try to at least, like, get the photos uploaded on the blog while I'm at my computer. Struggling a bit with the words, but I'm working on streamlining that process <laughs> so that it's not... Like, I have the ideas, but, you know, like, getting it out into long format. Yeah. um, sometimes the struggle with that.
0: No, I totally understand that.
1: Um, But then, like, emails and social media kind of just happens as I have a free spare moment
0: during the day. So my next question is, okay, so you you edit first, right? That's your first priority. How fast are you getting those galleries turned around?
1: Uh, Generally within a week, sometimes two weeks. It's been three weeks lately because I was waiting on my new computer, but that's oh, sort of, okay. out of it. we're back to the short timeline.
0: <laughs> do you give your clients like a turnaround time where you say, hey, you're going to get in X amount of time?
1: I tell them that it's a two week maximum. Um, But then the last few sessions where I knew I was waiting on my computer to come in, I told them it was probably going to be closer to three.
0: Okay, so instead of so this is one thing that's majorly helped me be able to focus on the other parts of my business is instead of turning them around so fast because um, I you feel like that pressure you're like okay I gotta get this out I gotta get this done within a week right mm-hmm. instead of that push it to your two week limit like people are generally not upset if you give them their photos back in two weeks like I feel like that is really quick I don't get mine back for three weeks. So two weeks is still really quick. So I would really start pushing it to the two weeks because what happens is instead of sitting down every single time you have to work, trying to get your gallery out as fast as you can, thinking, okay, I got it out now. Now I can focus on it. Well, then you have another session edit and you're like, okay, well, I got to get this one out as fast as I can. And it's like a cycle, right? You're doing it every single time. So instead of having to get it out as quickly as you can, push it to that two-week limit. Maybe Maybe you get it out, a little earlier maybe you get it done you just like take a break and come back and look at it later but in those evenings when you have free time instead of trying to push out a gallery earlier you can sit down and spend some time in your marketing part of your business like your seo like your blogging like that kind of stuff so does that make sense like yeah okay and really whenever i started doing that i swear like i just got so much more time like it was really crazy it's that pressure there's something about that pressure of trying to get it out earlier than you said you would and it's I don't think it's necessary. I think you can still have good client experience without giving them their gallery a week or two early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then we run into the next thing. What do you do <laughs> when you actually sit down at bedtime or, you know, once your husband gets home to work, right? You're like, okay, well, I have a thousand things to get done. So what do you think is the most important part of your business for the marketing aspect? Like, what do you think? will help you run your business without spending as much time on it.
1: Um I think focusing more on my website at the moment and helping that place better in search results so I'm not as reliant on social media marketing to like bring in the leads. Um mm-hmm because I spend a lot of time, um, as I'm sure a lot of other, I see a lot of familiar names on all the mommy groups, like, hey, (laughs) check out my website. Um, And that just doesn't seem to be an effective use of time. And you end up with maybe one or two out of, you know, 30 that you're commenting on because you're competing with 60 other people. So I think really getting my website in a better place so that I'm not as reliant on the social media side of things would help free up other time.
0: I totally agree with you. So when you sit down in the evening to work on that, do you find yourself, like, starting, like, when you do have time to, to work on your SEO or whatever it is that you're doing, you're like, oh, well, I also need to do this, and now I'm going to do this, and now I'm going to do this, and, like, going down, like, a
1: – yes. The rabbit,
0: okay. <laughs> the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole.
1: to another, but no task gets completely finished.
0: Right. So what I would do is set a timer, sit down with something specific in mind, like, okay, for 30 minutes, I am going to only focus on my website. 30 minutes really isn't a long time, but it is a long enough that you're like, well, I'm going to focus on this. All right. Only this. And then when one of those other intrusive ideas comes in your head, like, okay, I'm going to write it down. You have like a piece of note, big paper or whatever next to you, like, okay, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to come back to you later. Yes, just like that. I'm going to come back to it later. And then you refocus back on to your SEO because it's been proven that it's not effective to uh, multitask because your brain's not fully engaged in anything. So if you like fully engage into one task, you can get a lot more done. And I wanted to dive into your website because you said that's what you you want to focus on your SEO and getting that part working better for you. So when I first look at your website, it looks Really good. There's no glaring like issues when I first hop onto it. You might want to work on your metadata. Do you know what metadata is? Yes. So early, probably January, February, mm-hmm. I think
1: you posted something on Instagram or it was a podcast or something. I don't know. I did a deep dive into my website and just kind of fixed the glaring issues that were like popping out. So like um, the subject line, making sure that the keywords were in better places than they mm-hmm. were. So I, I've done like a brief overview audit somewhat recently but I know there's still a lot of room for improvement
0: so the number one thing I see whenever I I google Lauren B is it beer or beer 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 photography is I you have a pretty good like everything looks really good you have your about your contact frequently asked questions and things like that but your metadata could use a little bit of work so let's see so when I'm looking at your about page it says my hobby became my passion okay and it says contact page for Dallas area family lifestyle photographer. That one's pretty good. There's some keywords right there. And then frequently asked questions. My focus on family and lifestyle photography. That's good, but maybe you add Dallas or Plano or somewhere in there. And then I see Plano family photographer and it says in preparation for your session not much keywords there necessarily. And then your titles of each of your page, it says about contact, frequently asked question and old family photographer. Plano family photographer is great. So let me just kind of give you like a quick example of what are some things that you can do to kind of spruce those up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you could do about Lauren, you know, add your name in there and then say something to the fact I am a family and whatever lifestyle photographer based in whatever area you're based in. And then your session pages were already pretty good. Just make sure. What did I say? You need to add a a location in there. Right. Okay. So yeah, just adding some of those extra keywords in there. And then also your title could say, let me go back to see what you said. Contact Lauren, Plano photographer. But instead of saying frequently asked questions, you can do FAQ, Plano photographer. You know what I mean? Like add into your title pages on yeah. your website, add in those keywords as well. And your blog posts, I would make it a little bit more searchable because when I go onto your blog right now, it's just like a whole list of all your recent blog posts. And maybe I don't want to have to scroll to look, okay, the golden years, that's great. Uh, maybe I don't want to have to scroll through all of this post to find your next post, which is... Maybe I wanted to look at your maternity session blog post. You know what I mean? So if you're able to, I think you said you use Squarespace. Yes. Then I would say um, if you can on Squarespace, just do like a post excerpt, like a a link where they can click it and then open the ones that they want to open, if that makes sense. Yep. And then adding, do you know what H1, H2, H3 headings are? Yes. Okay. Adding those in there. So... You don't have any of them in your posts right now that I see. So after for each paragraph, just add in like maybe like a general overview of what that post is about. And if you can infuse it with keywords, that would be even better. Okay. And I think just those few steps right there will already help start help boosting you up on your SEO for your website. Just those few little tips. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Do you have any other last minute questions about anything we talked about?
1: No, that's very helpful. I've made a list. It looks a so little <laughs> chaotic, but I've got you, you know. items, which is very helpful to know, steer my thinking where to go.
0: And for everybody else out there listening, I offer one-on-one sessions and we can go over or one-on-one coaching sessions where we go over your SEO strategy, your blogging strategy, whatever issue, if you have one issue, we'll sit down and we'll focus on that one issue. And then I also off, i am offering a uh, more extended type of session. It's a one-on-one, it's eight weeks, four coaching sessions where we start with your routine we talk about your branding game and then we move into your marketing strategy based on your branding so if that's something you're interested in you can go to slash photographers and find out more thanks for listening guys thanks for joining us lauren thank you